get up. <laughs> Come on, get going. You got to get up. You're better than this. You can't lay there in self-pity. Get up. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. What's that on up yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So this is the closest to an orgy I've ever been in. <laughs> Strangely enough, it's not for me though. Oh my god, I drove really? way too far for this. Help! <laughs> that was that was good. I, I really hats off. Hats off for creativity. Straight from the hills and hollers of Eastern Kentucky, you're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your hashtag voice of the low life. I'm Ellen C. And this is my co-host Shay Mullins. Oh, and we are bringing you another episode of the lowest common denominator podcast. And to say this is a full house is the biggest understatement ever. You know, I, I didn't know how big of a full house it was. And when you said that, I was like, it's just Shirley and Fatty. And I was down here in Farves here, and uh, Shirley brings his boy, and I'm like. I mean, well, holy I shit, and Uncle, Doug was, yeah, Uncle Doug was here. <laughs> this this was like an eclectic carnival for it mini was. truckers. It yeah, really it was, was really just a weird. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had a catered dinner. I yeah, think about it. True. We literally had catered the, lunch. There's, there's only one. There's only one place you can get it from in Whitesburg now. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's probably more than that, but there's only one place I'm going to get. Yeah, hipster places probably. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really, really I don't, go to the hipster places. I don't go to hipster places. You know, I'm afraid that one day Lee's will be hipster. Like, think about it. It's just a, a kitschy fried chicken restaurant. Doesn't that seem like fertile breeding ground for hipsters? It could be, but, you know, the deep fried part probably throws them off because it's not organic. Ooh, okay. Right. Well, that and the fact that, you know, the oil's probably been there since the Reagan administration. That's how you get flavor. And though, I'm right? sure politically it's just not right up their alley. That's how Dairy Chair makes their fries taste good. Dude, Dairy Chair, like I said in the last episode, you can reconnect with dead grandparents by eating those fries there because I guarantee Absolutely. you they use the same oil. Absolutely, and that's what makes it delicious. So what in the Blue Hills going on here, Farf? He's coming for it. What is that? Is, I, I'm, oh. I'm not really sure what's going. Did you unplug your headphones? Well, I thought this one was plugged up. So this I'll is like that one. this is like SNL Celebrity Jeopardy. At one point, Farva is going to walk by with just a big comical ten gallon hat. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah so yes. who's going to who's going to play the Sean Connery roles? Fatty just going to sit there and write us death threats the entire time. So let's <laughs> let's introduce our guests. We yes. do we do have a full house today, and, and either this is going to be the best or the worst episode, or the best worst episode. Ever. It's the most orangey like episode. Or, orangey or orangey? Orangey. I don't drink know. How do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce orgy? it? Orgy? Is that how you pronounce it? I think you, pro- a, I think you pronounce builder. it. I can spell it, but I can't talk it just like anything. Ever. Right, right. I got, yeah, okay. I apologize. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Come get me, Granny. I'm eating dirt. This will be one of those episodes. Yes. All right, cool. So we have a full house today, and this is, again, an understatement. Uh, who do we introduce first? Do you want to introduce them? I always introduce people. Why don't you no, introduce them? I don't know. No, I think you should. Uh, well, you introduce that one. And I'll introduce these two. Oh, okay. All right. We got the one, the only, the most famous person in Harlan County. The most beloved person in most Harlan County. Most beloved person yeah. in Harlan County. That's not saying much, <laughs> is it? Well, in this case, it is. The, the one and only Harlan Farva. Harlan Farva. All right. So, well, say, hi, ho, say hi, Farva. So back to this mini trucker orgy we've been speaking of here. <laughs> so, the next, so the next guest we have. <laughs> so the next guest we have, speaking of one and only, is somebody that I have been lucky enough to have been friends with for almost 20 years. And I carry... Or I care very little about most people. Let's, <laughs> let's face it, uh, but some of these guys. You count him as one of your five friends. I, I, absolutely, one one of the hand. Um, I still wonder what finger I am. He is. Oh, we ain't do you yet, big guy. <laughs> but right here in the middle of everything, 
um, is my buddy Fatty. And I'm, I'm so stoked to finally get you on here because some of the stories that we can tell go back almost 20 years. And there has been some really good ones between us. So this is he is definitely making his first debut on any podcast. And we're so honored to have you sharing your wisdom here. Uh, yeah. Yes, wisdom? Yes. I doubt it. Well, it'll be wisdom. It'll be fun. He's well, touching it'll be my wisdom. <laughs> 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 so, to his right, the man currently getting his leg felt is, again, one, a lot of one and onlys here, man. We're going to have to come up with some, some better accolades. It's, it's starting yeah, bad, to get... I liked watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to my keys real quick. Yeah. This is like turning one of those really bad circuses held in like back parking lots at department stores where they oh, give you the tickets and beg you to come. Yeah, this Actually, it's more like the shows that you would watch at one, one and only this, Bull Creek. This is going to be a one-hour episode. 48 minutes of it will be introductions. <laughs> that sounds about right. Sounds about right. This is definitely a flea market episode. <laughs> no, right. Where do I get my homemade pork? Our, our final guest. Funnel cake. Our, Funnel cakes. I'm the cheat <laughs> Our final guest here. Yep. Nobody's going to listen to this one. Our <laughs> final guest here is Pinstriper Extraordinaire. Somebody I've also known for a very long time. It's funny, Shay, in the grand scale of things, that these guys in the room, other than Tyler there, I've known them longer than I've known you. And that's it's so true. weird to me. It's true. Uh, but, but you know what's weird, though, is that I know that we probably shook hands in a parking lot probably, 10 years yeah, ago. And yeah. Or mean mugged each other. Or, or, or yeah. yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I got you then. I mean, Shay does uh, have or, a resting or, bitch face. It, just saying. I do. I do. Actually, if you can see most of it, it's mostly covered in hair now. Well, I was going to say he's got sleeping hippie hair now. Yeah, I do. But, but anyway. Uh, Ju- I like Justin Bieber I gotta, hair. I, gotta, I can introduce this guy. Justin this Bieber hair. Introdu- introduction. 48 minute introduction. Oh, remember? dear God. So, right over here. <laughs> You know what? It's it's six minutes. All right. Did, not go to his name. The one and only, the pinstriper extraordinaire. Yeah, did I say that right? The owner of Madhouse Designs. Designs right. One of the few people that I trust to stroke a brush on my vehicles. You know, you pro- don't, whatever you do, don't touch a shop killer. Mm. Just don't touch it. No. No, don't, you, don't can't, touch it. you can't pull a line of the Sonoma. There's just no way. Yeah, that, I want to keep you as a friend. Yeah. Because you end up selling it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that truck. That's no. the truck I get buried in. That truck will never go anywhere. <laughs> Um, Next thing I know, your hands won't work no more, though. That's what happened. Your hands will stop working. So here's the thing. Is, is we're not going to say his name. Just fuck it. We're just, we're just, we're just, I'm going to say his name let's is do Brandon this, Shirley. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, let's do this entire episode and not mention him. See, <laughs> <laughs> just, just see how long we can run that for. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like really dick, though, on our part? Would you expect anything less? No. No, 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 not, no, no, no. not at all. Not People at all. do not listen to us because we're friendly. That's true. Yeah, that's that's because usually we cut on everybody. <laughs> Literally, there's there's no one free, no one's safe. So this guy, we're not mentioning him. One of the <laughs> one of the one of the few people that I trust, pinstriping, <laughs> is Brandon Shirley. And and let me tell you guys, everybody in this room right now drove over an hour to get here. I yep. mean, you're gonna we're gonna sit, they're setting the bar for guests. I mean, Brandon drove four hours plus. Uh, Fanny drove two and a really half far? or more. Farva drove over an hour to get here. You know, I'm just across the mountain. Don't let him exaggerate, dude. It takes me an hour to get to there. But that's lead. You should have brought us racks. That's lead. Isn't there still racks in Harlan? They are. You should have brought us racks. He's still mad that I didn't bring him a Mountain Dew. I mean, how inconsiderate! You know what's funny? That Mountain Dew you're drinking there, he brought. I brought. Yeah, Shay brought. But you didn't bring it for me though. He brought it for the general consumption of the podcast in public. I did. It was for a test. So actually, had you been there last week, it would have been for you. He brought it extra just in case. Last week, so you were at work. You're at work. I'm supposed to invite you when you're at work in Tennessee. You don't know when I work. You took you seven days but off. But you don't know when, though. Lee, I Lee would probably know. No, well, Lee's the one that he loves me. You don't. I don't know what. What we done? All right, kids. Come on. What, you're what? talking all over yourself, and really, the we're, red we're line a bunch just of assholes one. in the same room. Oh, what do you expect? Okay, so maybe I didn't think this through, all right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like, 
hey, two, two <laughs> guess, one guess works great. Let's try nine. Okay. Yeah, honest to God, at this rate, uh, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, well, no. We're going to need a bigger mixer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, back to this. God, how would you even wire that? Oh, this is amazing. We've got a great group of people today, and one of the coolest things is is, is Brandon's been planning to come up for a while, and we've we've really excited to get him on the podcast. But he wasn't expecting Fatty, and he and Fatty are pretty good friends, so that was kind of our surprise to him as we had arranged with Fatty to show up at the same time. And, and there was a nice bro hug moment and stuff, Then we got in a video, and, and I made him open the door for him and blah, blah, blah. But... More than anything, you know, guys, thank you all for driving so much. I mean, legitimately speaking, it's it's rad that you did that um, for very little reward. I mean, you know, you guys are, are giving us a chance to pick your brain and, and tell a few stories, and, and this is a lot of fun to us. And this is kind of what we used to do at shows, you know, sit around in a parking lot and BS and make fun of Farva and, and just all that stuff. And that's <laughs> – But, you know, the delayed what's different there this time good. is that Farva's sober. That's true. That's he's, true. He's sober. Farv is, is, he is, sober is very right sober. That's Living cool. a life of sobriety now. Good, <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> I'm like six days without a beer. Good for you. I'm Because you work six days. So, yeah, pretty the, you know, I'll tell you what, um, in all sincerity, and this is yeah. not really anything to do with what's going on in the room, but, you know, I'm straight edge and, I, and I'm very, there has been several people since we started this podcast that have come to me and said, hey, man, we appreciate you talking about that. You know, I don't drink at shows and, and I always kind of feel out of place, but it's cool having somebody that runs their mouth a little bit that's very adamant about that yeah. you know maybe i don't feel like quite as an outsider and i'm like you know that's cool i, I appreciate hearing that guys thank you all so much and of course i turn around they make fun of me behind their back and take a sip <laughs> from a flask you know what's but, ironic is that i don't drink at shows only mm-hmm. show i ever drank at was the h word ever really? i am sober at every single one of them because i go to look at trucks that's more or less it for me even though i take a camera to take pictures i never put batteries in it or anything but i bring it it's in the vid. Strange, but okay. Right, right. Whatever. I'm just forgetful. You know, actually, the more I think about it, the H word really about the only show that I ever really got drunk at. And you know what we're not going to talk about in this episode? Hmm. The H word. That's right. So, well, what is the H word? Exactly. So, anyway, that's very existential. No, really, I want to know what it is. So, anyway, say it. Hell. Helvetica. It's my favorite font. <laughs> <laughs> There's your H word for the day. <laughs> so, Brandon, let's talk yes. to you first, okay. man. Because, again, this is going to be just an orgy of voices. Yes, yes. And, whew, it's going to be fun. Yeah, um, yeah we got to remember this for next time, Shane. <laughs> Plus, we do have to get a bigger mixer, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In all sincerity, though, um, you come down here today, and, and you knew I was going to pick your brain a little bit, but one of the things I kind of wanted to do is get you hooked up with my Uncle Doug, because after the Uncle Doug episode, you actually mentioned to me that you were very interested in meeting him. And, and mm-hmm. I thought that would be – first of all, I was flattered by that. But I thought he would find it very interesting as well. So then earlier today, you know, we did have lunch and we've hung out for, we've all been together quite a while today, enough to be a little punch drunk at this point. But uh, you got to hang out with him a little bit. And yes. when we come up and check on y'all, you were literally sitting in his studio, <laughs> pinstriping while he watched you and just kind of amazed. Are you willing to tell us a little bit about that whole experience? I mean, I know that's not much of a lead in, but you get to sit down with an almost 90 year old artist that's kind of been there and done a lot and you just blow in his mind. You know, because I seen that look of admiration on his face when I walked in, and I was so. First of all, again, thank you for hanging out and doing that for him. I think that's super cool. But you know, how that experience go? That was, I mean, that was completely awesome. Taking someone that has taught for that long, yeah, and showing him something he's never seen in person. Yeah, we yeah. we actually talked about how he sits with his students and stuff and does pencil, you know. 
proportions side to side to side, but he said this is part of what the end result is. He's taking brush with paint and actually seeing it on a canvas, no matter what kind of canvas it is. And he was just, it was just neat seeing someone that's had used that many mediums as far as art goes, which still blows my mind that he, he actually does stuff with crayons. And, really? And I didn't, wax, even, I didn't even know that. Stuff, the wax paintings and stuff are actually just crayons and that just crayons and a heat gun. Okay. And the stuff he gets out of that is just. Oh, so did you actually get to do the wax thing? We actually, no, we actually did not. We actually, we talked more about what was of the techniques and stuff I was using, how I was using the brush and just how he was actually turning the canvas and looking at it and seeing different things. And that was another thing too. He's seen stuff differently that I didn't see in, in, in the, in the stripes itself. Explain that a little bit. Some people will actually look at a pinstripe and I know the other, other ones out there that do it. We all do it too. We all see different images. Like it's like looking at like your uncle Doug said, it's like looking at clouds. You see different things in clouds. You want, you know, faces and shapes and stuff like that okay with the pinstripe designs that's the same thing we do it's we see different types of shapes and kind of like an organic type thing he actually seen a stream in the piece that i did today that's pretty cool that's cool you know he said the actual accent stripes kind of done the flow of the motion and all this stuff and as i was showing him pictures through the with um, through my phone and everything he was actually looking at them and seeing things i had never ever thought I'd ever see in those things, but I guess after he said it, I could go back and see it. But it was just neat hearing a different perspective from someone that that's not in that pinstriping community looking at it. Because when we look at each other's work, we're looking at, you know, how good is the line work? How the thickness of the lines, how much it tapers, <clears throat> the angles and the symmetry and stuff. He's looking at it more of kind of like you're saying like like we said looking at clouds yeah seeing what he sees comes to him and it was just neat seeing what actually images popped out to him no that's cool that's cool and on the other end of the spectrum while you were doing that uh farva fatty shay and i were getting a full-size chevy in a 22 foot trailer mm. stuck on the farm trying to get a s10 out so you just described a very elegant situation, and we were literally down there fighting roosters. Yeah, so, literally. Thank you for classing up the podcast for about 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> and and then, then I just had to bring it right back down to her. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, it literally slid, slid four foot, easy one direction, four foot. Oh, probably yeah. more than that. He probably did. Farber's still bitching at me. For, <laughs> you should have told me the ground sucked. Man, you're yeah. a horrible planner. Now i done exactly what you told me to do. Didn't you know that Chris does the planning? Thank yeah, you. Well, I've learned this now i should have known this for years but he's just the face of the operation i, can see that. I just run my mouth that's, that's it that's it that is all i got going on Let, for me. Just, I just run my thank mouth. god for uncle mikey thank god for uncle mikey he's a savior i've got some interesting uncles don't i so you do you so do. connor whenever you tell your dad about this podcast Tell him from now on <laughs> that we're going to call him when we try to come up with plans. I love it. That's, that's outstanding. Yeah, because we know Chris isn't listening, and he's going to get all of his information from Connor. Chris isn't listening. I know. So, that being said, Brad, Hashtag bring back unleashed. Hey, speaking of hashtag, while we're on here, I'm calling you out. I want you to do something right now. Download Instagram. Farf. Download Instagram. I'm getting ready to download it. I want you to set up a username, and you need to let me know here in a few minutes what it is, 
because there's several pictures I want to post from today and I want to tag you in them and I want you to have Instagram. Stop fooling around that stupid Facebook shit and get Instagram. Oh, he's on the CETA Snapchat too. Don't forget that. No, I about give up Snapchat. You have? Instagram. Yeah. I thought you loved Download it. it. I've still not figured out Snapchat. So I, don't. I don't understand it either, Brandon. It just seems like something that would get me in trouble. I don't want to play that game. It really does get so, you in trouble. The yeah, only yeah. reason I have Instagram is Lee Lock. aggravated me for an entire year. <laughs> and, and you're glad. I am. I love Instagram. It is awesome. Way better. I just, all I see is I'm pictures of trucks. It right now. Okay. And it's a beautiful thing. Good. And, and your username will be the most beloved person in Harlan County. So, but anyway. I was going to go with Farvel Delicious. I dare you. I dare you. Yes, it has I, to be I that narrative. <laughs> yes, 100% far delicious. <laughs> Brandon, so when you're sitting with another artist and somebody that obviously, you know, you showed a lot of respect to, uh, which, again, thank you. But anyway, somebody who, who, who is a peer in that community, even if it is a different medium, like, are you appreciative of getting their inflection on what you're seeing? Or is that just kind of like a, huh, I don't see it like that. I mean, how do you take... You know, when he see when you see a line, he sees a cloud. How does that affect you? I find it more interesting. Okay. I don't I don't take any kind of offense to it because, like you said, it is a different it is a different me. I get more nervous when I when I strike for someone that's not in that medium, and they yeah. and they they look at it as a with an artist, especially an artist teacher mm-hmm. kind of perspective. That was what. I was actually more nervous striping in front of him than I've ever been at a show. Well, you know, <laughs> that's that's the crazy part. I'm like, it, I mean, this guy has taught for you know no ten of how many years, and he's yeah. going to sit here and he's going to look at this, and I'm like, <laughs> well, he, he knows how the canvas, everything's supposed to look, and how you know. Oh, were you actually painting on canvas? Yes, we actually done a canvas, canvas. Yes, we're I didn't he's that. going to take. He's actually going to take what I did, and use one of his mediums on top of this to make a better outcome. I won't say better, but it'll be just such a neat combination. Yes. Of it. It was, oh, my God. All that, I know that is, is that Uncle Mikey said, oh, I t- I'm going to cut all the ends of my brushes today. Doug. I, Doug Uncle Doug. Doug different Doug. Doug. Yeah. Uncle Doug, sorry. Yeah. Totally different. I, I, I think of Uncle Doug in that tractor today and how he badassly saved everything. <laughs> that, was, that was Uncle Mikey. <laughs> yeah, Uncle, Mi- uh, yeah, Uncle Mikey saved the day. Although it's definitely fun- a fixer. It's <laughs> funny. My first picture with Uncle Doug when I was probably four or five years old. Yeah. Is on an old Massey Harris tractor. Wow, really? you know, with him chewing a cigar. That's that's that's, that's anyway. <laughs> I never understood why do people chew this. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever, he's ever smoked one, but he always chewed on. I've them. seen tons of people chew. I don't on know, the Fatty. Of- Let's talk about tobacco. Yeah. So, why does one chew tobacco? Because it keeps me sane. <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> well, All there right. Go. All right. It's well. either murder somebody or chew tobacco. Does, does it actually really keep you calm? Yes. No joke. Much. No shit. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I, just, I quit dipping for five years one time, uh-huh. and I was told that I was the most angry person for those five years. <laughs> awesome. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty angry already. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a weird angry. It's like a fluffy, happy angry. It's like, you know, your anger is like, aw. <laughs> it's either I like you or I don't. I, just, I understand 100%. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the, uh, not kill you. So I introduced you guys? Yeah. Where? I don't God. remember. Was it laid out? God, that was a mournful oh, look at each other. Golly, that's been... Yeah, it was, was it laid out, really? Hey, Jeff, if you're I listening, don't... it's time to bring your show back to the mountains. It Just is. FYI. Yeah. Yes. Seriously, it's time. I, I think it was... Is it either laid out or under the hills? It had to be laid out. I was going to say, were you ever under the hills? Yes. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Okay, I got you then. Under the hills is a good name. Yes. It yes, is. It actually was. Because it's, the hills are in it. And an absolutely terrible song. So... 
Are we? Who, I see who, who y'all done, showing the. There's a song. It's a it's a nudie pic. The Farva? Yeah, it's a small. It's one. my penis. <laughs> he had to zoom in. <laughs> I you I why'd you ask? Why do we I, do this? I don't know why, why you even. Why, asked. Why? I didn't want to know. Why, why, why do we do the podcast? Oh, is, boredom. Is it time to start another adventure? Yeah, what are we gonna do this time? Photography. Mm. Photography. I sort of tried that once, but oh, you did. Yeah. Can we grow marijuana Can, next? Oh dear God! It's, it's not legal yet. Dispensary. Uh, it's not legal yet. And when it becomes, we'll talk about that. <laughs> so actually, I have a question about pen oh, stripping. Yeah, my, I have a pen cool. I'll just question. totally bounce out. I got a pen stripping question. Fine. That's fine. Uh, so when you do it, do you do you just wing it, or do you already have a picture in mind? Never have a picture in my mind. So you you literally wing it. The yes. Whole the best answer huh. I've ever gave someone is. They looked at me and said, what's it going to look like when it's done? And I'm like, I don't know. We're both going to find out when it's all done. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. I always wondered if you pictured that wild-looking shit in your head before you did it. No, there's a lot of things in my head, but I'm kind of scared of what's mostly in my head. No, it's actually a really good question, Shay. I mean, do you look at corners or angles and see, you know, oh, I think a line would highlight that. Or, I mean, how do you get your inspiration for what you're doing? All the time. Okay, okay. Especially, I mean, if if you come up to me at a show or something, I want my truck striped. Right. Okay, well, you say you have a Sonoma hood, and you've got the Which I often do. Most of us are, Chances are there's always one in the back of my truck anyway. It's like a 1959... Yeah, right. Which I'm enjoying very much in my in my new truck. So. <laughs> Good. Did Good. you put yeah. gauges in it? Uh, they are on the way. Nice. What gauges do you decide to go with? We're going with Dakota Digital. Dakota Sweet. Digital. You can sell those back to me that you have. Okay. All right, cool. I'd like to have those Did back. Did you buy the adapters to put them in there? They are actually making an adapter to the factory harness that's in the dash. Nice. So everything will work as That factory. harness, you need to replace that harness. Yeah. I do not put money into that harness. <laughs> like I told you when you bought it, that harness needs work. <laughs> that was a, literally, I fixed that harness with pieces of scrap wire laid in the garage floor. There's several strands that do not have the same colors or gauge or anything, but they're all soldered. They're all soldered really nice. I can tell you about it. He always does solder and he shrink wraps. Yeah, yeah. I'm very angry about that, but boy. I need to give you the manual before you leave today. Okay. Yeah, that's that's because I got the manual so with some you, of my changes. Are in you going to keep the radio that's in there? Radio. There's what no radio. radio I thought there's a radio in the middle. We were going to do one in the in, uh, in, in the glove box. Yeah. It doesn't have the stock one still no, in there? No, cut it out. When you narrow the dash, that kills oh, that. Oh, okay. So, so, where are you going to put your radio in it? Uh, we are going to do a uh, full custom console and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you going to put it in the console? Really? Yeah. Uh, that's a good plan. We're going to do really a, cool. um, me and another guy that's another OG mini trucker. Jimmy Neal was oh, actually hold going on, to... hold on. Another OG mini trucker, like <laughs> like me. Like, because what's that like? Man? Well, we have we, we have discussed this today. I am getting of an advanced age. <laughs> advanced when, age. Well, I'm going to talk to both of you guys here for a second. When did you get your start, Brandon? Ninety-three. What about you, Fatty? Ninety-seven. God, you guys both are cutting it. <clears throat> no, I, Fatty and I are about the same. I think the first year I went to the Nats, it was either 96 or 97. No, I ended up there like randomly. It's how I fell in love with everything. Mom and Dad had a family vacation when I was a young teenager, uh, and we just happened to be there that weekend with everything going on. And I remember looking around going just, oh, my God, this is what I want to be. I want to do this. I want to be these guys. You know, this is this is this these are my people. I can just tell. And then I finally drove myself when I was 17, so that would have been 98. So 98 was the first year I went intentionally by myself. So you beat me by a year. Um, what was your first show, Brandon? 
I think I think it was Mini Nats. Okay. Because I did sneak away. My parents did not know I was going to a show that weekend. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. And, that's, uh, that, that's how you do it right there. <laughs> oh, dude, on the, the exact opposite, my dad followed me at a distance because he thought I'd go to jail. <laughs> oh, he's told me that. It really? He figured I'd get in trouble down there, and he wanted to be there to bail me out. <laughs> so I had done a few local shows before. But the first sure. actual big, big show was was Mini Nats in 94. Well, my question for you Jesus. is, what was your it moment? Yeah, everybody's got a <gasps> moment. Yeah, yeah, we all have those. And I'm going to ask all three of these guys this because I want to know. That's a great and, and question. In fact, Shay, I want yours too. Oh, but really? we'll get back to you last. Yeah. The the what, it moment. What was your just uh, moment? He's like, I want. I just to, told you, I mine. want a mini truck. I had an '87 Citation. Awesome. Chevy Citation. Okay. Yeah. Citation. Little car. Yeah. Little car. Yeah. It was two tone turd brown. And my cousin had a. I think that was the only color Citations came. Probably. With. Yeah. <laughs> and my cousin had an '84 S10 Square Body. That had had some striping and stuff done on it years ago. And he was wanting a little car for back and forth work. He said, I will trade you my little S10 for the car. That's Holy cool. shit, that's a great deal. That is cool. <laughs> so a great deal. I traded for a V6 automatic, 84 S10. Awesome. And I worked at a little convenience store down the road, and we they sold magazines at the time. And I was already subscribed to Mini Trucking back when the second logo of Mini Trucking ever come out. Okay. And Which would have been that mid to late 90s, yeah, 96, 97, something like that. The whole scratched up looking mm-hmm. design. Got flipping through there, and I was like, there's trucks like mine in here. There's square body STNs all over the place. And that's I was like, cool. that's that's what I want. I was the only dude in town that would had a slam truck at the time that I, that I hung out around. That's when I started going to little local shows, and I got meeting other people that done the same thing, like tandem axle trucks. Um, actually, Steve Francis, the triaxle, the triaxle. Yeah. I remember that truck when it only had one axle underneath it, and it was burgundy red. No with, kidding, with gold datings on it. Mm, there you go. That's wow. how that's, you sold Lee already. You said oh, gold. You said, you said yeah. You got. I Dayton's, think man. Uh, if, if Steve is listening, I think it was Dayton's. It was either Dayton's or Players One. Mm-hmm. But he had that, and he talked me into actually started going to advance the custom part of the trucks and okay. stuff, and he helped me do my first custom interior. So. Kind of, in a way, it was Steve's fault for me going down this path a little bit. Mm. And then Dad was always a hot rodder and stuff like that, building stuff. And we just kind of, it just kind of progressed into what I was doing. Mm. But then I got hanging out with more people and more people and then ended up getting, hanging out with people like Dalen Bailey and Steve Francis and Mm. all them and started doing the big stereo stuff. Yeah, that happens. That, that. Well, when you said you had a citation, I fully expect you to say you had two 18-inch strokers in the back of it. No, no. I, uh, I actually kept that car for like three days. Oh, okay. Nice. 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 <laughs> you traded it to a mini truck. Yes, in three days. <laughs> wow. My dad said, here's you a car, and I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> that's when I started making phone calls. I just love it. Fuck that's it. cool. <laughs> just fuck that. Yeah, just, we're done. <laughs> It's like, I cannot go to town and be seen in this little car. That's like, hey, run to town real quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I love we're, it. No, we're not. What was your, what was your aha moment, Fatty, when really, and you need to look closer to the mic, um, when, uh, uh, just what was your aha moment? 
Honestly, my dad bought a mini trucking magazine one time at a uh, gas at a grocery store. No kidding. No shit. <clears throat> oh, that's and, cool. Uh, actually, I didn't know that. It had Pat Nichols' uh, Toyota in it, and that was yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had a Chevette. That was time. ballistic. Yeah. Oh wow. And wow. I had a Chevette, and I told Dad, I said, I do not want this car anymore. So on my 16th birthday, he bought me a. Uh, he had an '83 S10 and had it painted. Oh, had it painted a uh, like dark blue with yellow flames on it. Gave it to me for my birthday. No kidding. Yep. Oh my God. That's a well, fucking great gift. Well, that's awesome. You know, for the longest time when I first met you, your dad was showing with you, mm-hmm. you know, with the red S10 and everything. So you guys really put some serious miles on shows together, I assume. Oh, yeah, quite a few. I mean, you know, he come to the H word and stuff like that. And, and it was always an honor to see him there. And, and that's cool. So do you all, did you all like go to a lot of out of town shows together? I no. Mean, well, Mom and dad, the only one they ever went to out of town was the H word. No kidding. No, yeah. Dude, that's flattering. Thank now, you. Me, that's on the cool. other hand, I'd go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> you've covered some serious. What's far the show you ever went to? I don't even really know. Yeah, so you you cover some serious miles. I know that in the early two thousands, you, your brother Ian, uh, me, J.W. Hauk. I don't know if there's anybody with us or not, but we all drove all the way up to Northern Kentucky to a Carter County Cruisers little cruising thing they did, in, in I think Grayson, Kentucky. And I still have a picture of all of us behind Babe, the blue Nissan, back when I had hair and you did not have the beard. And I you had know. hair too. Oh, <laughs> we suck. <laughs> Lee's got a beard now. No, I know it's not intentional. Did. It's I lazy. Know he went to Anderson, South Carolina. <laughs> it's not a beard. <laughs> did you go when the whole big rollout of us went when JW hauled the Sonoma down there? Were you there for that show? Yeah, because it was a uh, Southeast Showdown. Yeah, because Ed Kane went with us and Derek mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, that was a that was a good one too. That yeah. was a the first show that the Sonoma went to when it actually drove under its own power, and I remember oh so cool. When we pulled in, we was on the trailer, and you know, at that time, I mean, it's 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 a it's a bag V eighted, you know, Sonoma, pretty cool. It wasn't bodied at the time, but I started it up, you know, boom, 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 and just everybody looked around because open headers, and it was pretty pretty darn hot motor, I think. Considered, and I was like, <coughs> yeah. hashtag dirt track. You beat me to it. <laughs> I, Shirley was I, gonna say it too. I wanted to say Shirley it too. was gonna say it too. Don't give me that look. I wasn't gonna do the hashtag thing, but I was gonna say dirt track. <laughs> we all agree it's dirt track. Remember, I can edit this. <laughs> I can make you say anything I want you to say. Uh, it's okay. No, I I believe believe me when I say I've said so much embarrassing stuff about myself in my life. I don't think but anyway, um, that being said, I remember starting it up in the trailer. I was so excited, and people were looking. I'm like, oh yeah, because the truck hadn't debuted anymore at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I felt so awesome, and I, I hit the hit the switches, raised it up, and then I hear, I'm like some of bitch. Airline melted in the open header. <laughs> Didn't tie it oh, off because we worked all night to get it on there, and we just yeah burn it right through. And that was a, that was a cool weekend. That was a cool weekend. I'd forgot you were on that one actually. So we've we've covered some miles together. Farva, aha moment. I was probably fourteen and seen a mini trekking mag. I was probably fourteen and seen a mini trekking magazine okay. in Walmart. Okay. I was like, dude, this shit's pretty badass. So turned fifteen, found an S10 for sale. I give two hundred dollars and an Xbox for it, so you can about imagine it was not in good shape. Okay. <laughs> Just use the imagination for that. And it's like, well, we have to lower it now. Oh shit, this shit's expensive. I can't afford that. <laughs> so a set of torches and a leaf spring lighter. There we go. We had the death trap. But a mini trucking magazine in Walmart's what done. That's cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, your story pretty much sucks. But <laughs> yeah, it was nothing great. I was a little underwhelmed, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, th- I think Carl Farr was going to tell us some big, real yeah. hillbilly story. I mean, I'm from Harlan. You don't see mini trucks there. 
Well, you know, I was expecting that you maybe had seen some some trucks out or something like that. You know, one time Harlan had kind of a really good scene, and you and I have talked about that before. Um, it's amazing that in the grand scale of things, I think you're kind of the only mini trucker left there. In Harlan? And, and I'm not throwing Probably. off anybody. I mean, Probably. people move on, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know anybody in Harlan that's a mini trucker anymore. I mean, is there a is there even a lowered, a nice lowered? And I'm not talking something that some skitter jiggy got off of a buy here, pay here lot. But is there somebody that actually drives a vehicle that's lowered because they want to? Not, not because can, not, not because President Trump's stimulus check paid for it? I reckon there's a lower, newer model Silverado somewhere in Harlan, but I've not seen it. I seen one, I think it was a cat eye truck, a few years ago, but nothing recent. Well, that's, that's interesting how, how quickly, you know, in your neck of the woods, Brandon, you've got quite a few trucks still. I mean, you know, and, and you are uh, the Kentucky president of Sunset or regional at this point. There's some big fancy title that you have. I'm no longer president. I backed out of that position. Why'd you do that? Is that something we can even talk about on here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay, cool. um, too much work. No, I, I actually enjoyed the work and stuff like that, but I have been president of a couple other clubs back through the years. Um, I've actually got a good group of guys. I mean, it, everybody in the chapter that, that's around us is, is good people. And, yeah. you know, there is a few of us members that are in the older generation that are kind of stepping back and kind of cruising. Yeah. Cruising. But the younger the younger guys in the chapter, yeah, you know, kind of let them take over and do their thing with with the the chapter and the club and stuff with the new ideas and everything like that. I'm I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with it, compared to how far I took it. And and the ones that are, that are are running it now, like Jimmy Nell, he is the current current president of the Kentucky chapter. Okay, I didn't know that. Cool. Um, I like Jimmy. Jimmy's. I mean, he's. He's one of the coolest people, I mean, over in that area that, that, yeah. I, that I have got to really know in the last few years. And what is funny about Jimmy is... Now, he's not native to that area, though, no, is he? No, he's, okay. he's from up north. That's and, what I think. I thought he was Yankee, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> and I actually met him at the H-word <laughs> to stripe his truck and come to find out we only live 10 minutes from each other. No kidding. So we both drove four and a half hours for me to stripe his truck when he could have just went down the road so he's been a kentucky transplant for a while yes okay i didn't know that that's cool See, in my head he was from ohio or something so yeah that's where they that's where they moved from gotcha that's cool that's cool no he seemed like a very nice guy uh i think the most i'd ever talked to him was at your shop the other day of course you know me i'm somewhere for nine minutes and then i bounce out this is probably I think the flat lane kind of screwed you a little bit dude I, I believe that i can believe that so there's points that i don't like to go west of uh, which is funny, being that I plan to drive to Oklahoma in August for Slamboree. That's going to be an interesting trip. Uh, I don't like to go west of London. I really like to go west of Manchester because I don't count London as 606 anymore. Sorry, London guys. Yeah, it's split uh, in the middle, and, and then, 50% is enough for it to put it over. Yeah, dude. The, the interstate runs through you. You don't count. Yeah. Um, you're perforated by <laughs> western Kentucky. Yeah. And, and which is funny because I like western Kentucky. You know, from like you your neck of the woods land. over. But I just don't really care from London to – uh, Somerset's a shithole. I hate Somerset. Somerset is, oh. but uh, so pretty much that area and stuff. I just don't care for. I don't care for Lexington or, or anything like that. You don't like tobacco farms? Yeah, I do that, like that, tobacco farms, but that's more Western Kentucky and Northern Kentucky. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that's more my area. Yeah, that's more his area. What area are you from? Like Bowling Green, yeah. Bowling Green, South yeah. Central area. Have you ever Have you ever seen the <clears throat> TP Hotel in Cave City? I have. Yeah, he runs it. Uh, yeah, nice. 
we we just changed the sheets first time in ten years. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into stories, but Shannon Bullis uh, stayed at. Uh, you you already know. You know. I'll just leave it off because that look means you know the exact story I was getting ready to say. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We'll, we'll, we'll file that away with the Alice story, a story yeah. that can't be told on here. I still want to hear the Alice. That story. is a great story. Have I not told you the Alice no, story? No, I've asked you like ten times. Oh, you told to him last me. time he was going to tell him that. Then you left. He's like, I didn't tell him. That. I'll, I'll tell you this time. <laughs> It's worth hearing for real. Yeah, I, I, but off the air. <laughs> not, not on air. There's certain stories I just yeah. can't tell. Yes. God, I'm old. All right. So any, uh, anyway, run with it, Shay. I'm, I'm, my, the Alice well, story's kind of lost oh, me a little bit. Oh, did you, did you really lose train of thought with the Alice bit, Yeah, a little bit, actually, oh. yeah. I was wondering if I could do a PG version of it. Or a, I can't. No, Brandon don't even know the story. He's shaking I'm, his head. Yeah, it's yeah, just, just, oh, it's totally, good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's a really good story. It's worth hearing. You should stick around for that afterwards. Oh, God. Oh, it's, it's, it's dandy. Anyway. Uh, you know, I really did expect a more elaborate answer from you, Farf. I really did. As far as inspiration? Yeah, so. I really did. I really so. expected a more elaborate answer. But I understand, though. I'm from Floyd County, and I probably didn't see my first mini truck till I was in my 20s, I guess. I absolutely love the fact that there are this many mini truckers in one room in Letcher County, Kentucky. Well, I take that back. Actually, uh, there was a guy I knew. He's, he's not alive anymore. And he had a lowered Ranger. And that was when I was probably 16. I guess that would count classify as the first mini I ever seen because he had a, he put a body kit on it and lowered it and all that. I guess that would count, right? The first it one was, you've seen? Yeah, it was flat black. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, then uh, I, my first uh, bag truck I ever seen was probably Adam Harmon's. And mm-hmm. I never, I didn't see it move or anything. I just seen it across the road. Right. But the first one I think I ever sat in was probably Bob Blackburn's. You're the only person in this room. I mean, obviously other than Brandon's son, but you're the only person in this room that has not seen my Sonoma drive under its own power, aren't oh, you? No, you talking about the cab? Yeah, I'm talking about the cab that's on the rack. Oh right yeah, now. That, that yeah. no, I've not seen it move on its own free will. I thought you had. No. Well, for yeah. that matter, Brandon may not have either. Have you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The, the night that I was running Johnny O around at, at the H word, I'm sure mm-hmm. that y'all, yeah, yeah. With the open headers and it was out of time, so we're just shooting flame like three <laughs> foot out behind it. I bet yeah. that looked really cool though. It, it was it evil. Did. I bet it, it was. It, it, it was. Was there pictures of that? I'm sure there are somewhere. No, they should be some awesome I'm pictures. Sure. I guarantee Lee's like, got them somewhere. Yeah, he, he probably does. Photographs everything. Yeah, but I don't really photograph my own stuff much. I guess that's true. It's, it's funny. I, I'm more interested I in. I don't it. think you've ever. Oh, he showed me some trip pictures of your older trucks. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think you've ever shown me. I mean, you yet. did get 15 of me getting stuck in your yard. Yeah, and video. And there's a video. There's video? There's a lot of video, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. When you really slide it sideways there, and I thought you were going to go over the hill, I was going to walk. I was going to video I, I was never going to go over the hill. The trees would have stopped me at <laughs> one point. <laughs> and so would my old F-250 in that trailer there. But, yeah, I got you. That was a scary moment, honestly. <laughs> all, I, I was, like, I was like, give for, it gas. Give it gas, Barb. And he's like, I'm, I'm already giving it gas. Like, oh. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty rough, I have to admit. But, but anywho... Um, what did you say, Farb? I was gonna say uh, Shay for my shitty start on mini trucking. Yeah, I've I've made up for it throughout the That's years. That's true. That's true. But I just expected more elaborate. My, mine's not much better. Uh, I, I got well, him. there was this creepy guy down the street that always had a lowered truck, and he'd take me for rides. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he'd always let me sit in his lap and steer. <laughs> Is that is that Maybe better? Uh, no, that's that actually Shay? a worse answer. I like the other one better. <laughs> that one was kind of disturbing. I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm just picturing shifting. Just... 
Grab the shifter. Come on, grab the shifter. Oh, well, you know, I did. God, I tried God. to change gears, but then we didn't go nowhere. So I don't know. I Was was I doing something wrong? Oh, show God, you this is getting worse. That's, I've been getting a lot of a lot of Farva comments here recently. Oh, I don't far? understand why. You're vulgar. You're vulgar. Let's just call it what it is. It's like we put on a pretty straight-laced podcast. And then we get Farva. And then we get Farva. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like Baptist Church, Baptist Church, Baptist Church, Titty Bar. Disgusting one at that. Really, really rough. I've still not been back. Really rough over they have like visible C-section scars. And first time I ever seen a fat stripper. I still the fat stripper thing is still wild to me. I mean, yes, when I met you, when I just doesn't make sense. Awesome segue. When I met you, Brandon, you weren't striping yet. And and at not least publicly, at no. le- okay, at least publicly. And I remember some of your earlier influence and stuff. And you you know talked about it. At what moment did you decide to make it a vocation, if you will? Actually, it was in Louisville. Okay, there was a guy. It they have they have a panel jam when Carl Casper was going on. They actually had a panel jam there, which is just a bunch of pinstripers that get together. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. strike panels for auction for charities yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Met a guy named Shane Siggs. He's out of the Ohio area around Cincinnati. I went through, and he was kind of like us. I went through, and I was like, hey, I pinstripe. He's like, really? Show me. I'm like, well, I don't have anything with me. I don't have any brushes or paint or anything. He just kind of turned around like a little Vanna White moment and said, ta-da. He said, we have paint and brushes. He said, you're a pinstriper. <clears throat> Prove it. Oh, shit. Wow! Well, that was my very first public panel. That's why. So that's Carl why Casper brought you into pinstriping publicly. Publicly, yeah. Huh. Shane Siggs is the is the is the one that actually brought me into the public and actually gave me the confidence to come back year after year and do other panel jams with them. Right. Yeah. Before that, he was just pinstriping in his bedroom, dancing in front of the mirror to the song "Do You Really Want to Hurt Me." <laughs> in I'm two sorry. socks and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> you wear underwear, or you do it. All right, cool. Go on. Yeah, now you do. Moving right along. Moving right along. We, uh, actually, got doing that there, and then started doing. You know, I done like a couple of little local shows, set up to kind of see how you know to learn how to set up at shows. Took quite a few years to actually get that part down. And I actually realized that you could actually have people come to you instead of doing a 10-mile hike at every show to strike vehicles. Hmm. And actually, Jeff... Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. That's such a little detail, but it's one I never really considered as far as efficiency goes. So you don't do the roving thing. You literally realize that it's more beneficial to you to have them in a waiting line, essentially, or have yeah. an appointment, if you will. And I actually laid out at the park at Jeff's show. Bring it back. Yes, bring it back. Yep. Yeah. Was one that he yeah. I actually got in contact with him. I was like, you know, is it cool if I was to come by and set up or, or do something like that? And he's like, well, you can set up for this or you can walk around. I'm like, it'd be kind of cool. I was younger at that time and did not realize how much hills were at laid out the park because that was the first time I was ever at the show as well. <laughs> right. And I was right. like, oh, dear God, no. It, it is in kind of a pit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did not realize that when I agreed to walk around at the show in Pinstripe that year. But that was actually one of the first shows ever that I had pinstripe for, for as as a mini truck type show. Huh. I had done some local shows like, you know, your Rat Rod, you know, Hot Rod, 69 Camaro Fest show. 
<laughs> Which is like nine minutes. Fox Yeah. <laughs> Dirt track. And all that stuff. But, you know. <laughs> I have a question. Is, is, is there like a different way you pinstriped a... I'm going to call it, call it what it is, a uh, dirt track car or uh, a mini truck. Is there a different style if you do it? You know, let me, let me Well, there tra- definitely is let between me, a Ranger and an S10. Let me huh. translate a little bit. Quality versus? Yeah, I mean, he definitely going to put more effort to an S10 because they are way better. You don't have to put as much Nobody effort. wants to put time into a junky-ass Ford. That's why there's so many in the junkyard. Right. What, Fords? I agree. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm you're right. right. No, let's, let's call it is. How many times you go to a junkyard and you see a Ranger in it, for real? It's because they're all done crushed and gone. Because, <laughs> because nobody bought them in the first place. You're talking to a guy that has one like 360,000 miles, and I drive it down here all the time. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I bought but, it for $400 or something. Damn it, let me translate, okay? You you asked a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. But let me get it away from Floyd County English here and kind of reverb that. Oh, one. thank you for that. You're, you're welcome, thank because you. the word dirt track should I don't know be. what you call them. What would you call I'm them? I'm going to flick you in the penis. Quick. <laughs> All right. This is a really sexual so, episode. There's a lot of tension in this room, isn't there? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of tension in this room today. It's, What's it's a 17-year-old little... in here that you know? Just... Sorry, man. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, in all sincerity, when you approach a mini trucker versus a old car aficionado, is there, he asked a good question. Is there a different style or a different approach that you take? Most usually, yes. Okay. Because like how? it's just a different era of, of striping. It's just the, the older cars... They've been either restored back to either eighty percent stock or hundred percent stock, and they want they want the stripe thing that was done back then. Okay, that's interesting. Which is more of the Von Dutch open open spaced and not as so more subtle. Yeah, more of it has to be discovered type thing. To where modern trucks are like, I want like a two foot hood piece right. that's you know two foot wide by two foot tall, great big tail tailgate piece, and yeah. just. But they want it more knife-edged and more tribal and stuff like that, where the old cars are more flowing and kind of go with the body lines more. Hmm. The mini truck and you know the, the mini trucks and stuff like that, and even big size, big full-size trucks, they don't really pay attention, or not really say pay attention. They don't really care about the flow. They just want a nice hood piece or tailgate piece on the truck. A tramp like, stamp. Pretty much. Yeah. You know. I mean, seriously. That, I mean, that's what we, you know, that's what a lot of them call it is on the tailgate. At the bottom of the tailgate is a tramp stamp. Oh, that's funny. I did not well, know that. And I don't say that insultively, but you no. yourself just said, like, they want a piece that doesn't really flow into the rest of it. So it's literally like a person getting a tramp stamp tattoo with no eye on what the next step will be. Because nobody gets a tramp stamp on spring break thinking this will lead into a full back piece. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, I want something. So just put it in my tailgate. I've really got your your gears turning, Fatty. Is that is that that can't be a good thing? Are you gonna show us two dolphins going over a moon or something from Maybe. from Daytona? Hey, rock man, whatever, rock, whatever. I mean, hey. So anywho, Blinders. No, that's 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 actually a good question, Shay. I was kind of I was kind of I never really thought about that, but I'm curious about that myself. It is. I mean, there is a difference with it, but even with that, even if you go into like say rat rods and old cars, yeah, okay. There's another. There's what another, what do rat rodders want? They just want more in your face. Yeah. Well, timeout. So, if the big truck guys are tramp stamps, the rat rodders want tribal barbed wire tattoos that only that only go around three quarter of their arms. That's right. Yeah, I mean they're they're more like radiator wiper cowl, windshield visor doors, 
trunk. Interesting. Dash. I mean, Sometimes oh, firewall man. when it's available. Yeah, when it's available. Yeah. It's man, just... rent riders are, are like the wildest people. So they, they'll have bag things. They'll have it slammed. They'll have it lifted. Yeah. But it's all rusty. And I, most time I'm like, how does that even run? When I started building the truck of many colors that Brandon now has, yeah. um, my intention was based off of a truck I saw at the Willie Warren Festival show in Beattyville. It was yeah. a 40s international pickup. Completely ratted out, but a very nice suspension. And that was really kind of my Well, idea. that went the opposite direction when you started, didn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that did. Anyway. There's nothing ratty about that truck. No. <laughs> and, and, and he's he's making it nice. So, I mean, he's Brandon is really, you know, I, I, I hit a wall with it. And I have regretted selling trucks in the past, but the most giddy I've ever been was selling him a truck. Because he is, you know, really doing more than I ever would have or could have and i'm so impressed to see his progress uh i even like the wheels on it and honestly i did not think i would like those at all not that my opinion matters big wheels are important i think they suit it really well i think they really wasn't well. they wasn't my first choice i actually was going to go with a 18 to 20 inch rally wheel. the one you oh yeah okay i got you yeah but we of course the the good thing about them is the lip outer lip is made into the wheel mm-hmm. so it's all milled together you don't have to worry about losing a ring going down the road but got looking at the other wheels too, and the the further direction that I'm taking the truck, I didn't feel like towards the end that the rallies would finish off the look that I wanted. Okay. So we end up finding these here, kind of a mixture of a little bit of the older stuff that kind of goes with the feel of the dash and everything else, the steering wheel I put in it, which is another Jimmy Neal nod because I got it off of him. Okay. I used to take his parts he doesn't want and buy them and gotcha. put them on my stuff. <laughs> he's, he's like Fair a, enough. He's like a little close grocery store for truck parts. <laughs> but we end up doing that there, and then, you know, I put the bow tie horn button on it and everything like that. I was like, the wheels I've got now actually play along with everything that's on the truck now. Yeah. And as far as, and the, what I, and the further steps that I'm taking it, which is not much. It was already. I mean, he. You spent a bunch of money on that truck, and it was a good looking truck. But it was literally becoming the shop killer. It was a seven hundred dollar truck, and I put about nine thousand dollars in it. <laughs> just, uh, that's just, that's and that's what we all do. You I know, mean, it's, true, so. it's a truck. It, it's it's silly when you think about it. it but we spent a lot of money. You know, no it, many truckers get into this with the thought that they're going to recover their money. I, I think. hope not. I mean, I'm looking. Really? I'm looking at Fatty right now. <laughs> You know, He's just shaking his head. Yes. Farm's like, ah, right, buddy. Hey, I can actually disagree with that because when I sold my first Tacoma, I actually made money on it. Well, it's a Tacoma. Teach me your ways. <laughs> for real. Yeah, really. It's a, it's a Tacoma, though, for real, though. They have a really Your high Tacoma resale. was badass. They have I a high really, resale value. It used to be. I, re- I really like it. <laughs> Is it dead now? No, it's actually finished now, I believe. No. Um, you know, Tacomas have such a crazy high resale value, they though. Do. That's That's one thing is S10s. Like I said, most of my trucks in 10 years will be a fork. So <laughs> let's, let's face it. Um, the uh, I've never made money off of a custom truck ever. And I've had three trucks um, in my life that I have sold that were custom. And I've lost on all of them. Um, I, don't, I really don't need recoup value on And again... It, it, I don't. I don't ever do this to make money. I, I, I play until I get bored and I have a change of heart or change of direction or something, and then I will, you know, 
it's time to hit the brakes before I spent, I'd get to a break point. And that's how I was on the truck that, that Brandon bought off of me. Uh, I was to the point it needed a few big things to make it really nice. You know, it was a very acceptable truck, but I mean, he's taking it to a different level. Well, you know, I just wasn't committed enough to do. When you build your truck, you're building your own personal masterpiece. It's a vision, yeah. It, it's a vision, yeah. and it's ever changing. And so, you know, you can buy these wheels and be like, I love them. Five years from now, but they do not go with my vision. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's happened so many times. <laughs> you well, tell me, I've owned like ten sets of wheels. Have you? <laughs> I know that you guys have got to the point that you can see a paint job or little stuff like tent, for example, and know exactly what time that truck was built. If you see mirrored tent with flames in it, you know that truck come from Rogersville, Tennessee in 2004. <laughs> I think Rogersville may have been the capital of the world for colored and mirrored flamed I'll be, tent. I'll be honest with you. And I'll horrible like, people. <laughs> and what? And horrible people. <laughs> I, 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 liked, I liked mirrored tinting. Fatty is on a roll today. I'm, he enjoying, really is. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I am too. But I always enjoy Fatty. It's always fun. Oh, God. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm so happy you come. Uh, but um, I do like mirrored tinting. Don't you all like mirrored tinting? No. Like the silver mirror, mirror tinting? No. no. I always I'm do. Not, no. No. That explains no. so much I, about man, I, you now. I, I came Thank up, you. I came up there in the era of gawky fiberglass and mirrored tinting. And it just stuck with I did too. Just come to more Town, man, there's all kinds of mirrored tinted cars down there. There's now. lots of fiberglass. I love fiberglass. No, I just don't want to do it. It's a big it thing in Morristown again. Again? With the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be cut. Real guys. That's going to be cut. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I came up during the fiberglass area. You know, the bad part is I was thinking. That whenever he said that, don't stop. don't stop. We had to cut that too. Stop. <laughs> All right, now back All to what right. I was saying. You know, I came up during a fiberglass area. You know, the big th- reason I got 3D printing was to print my interior, but I want to print my interior to make it look stock, but have the fiberglass gawkiness to it. I'd say, what I would say, fiberglass gawkiness. Yeah, I'm going to put a full size iPad in my truck, just because I want to get in there and it'd be like Tesla baby. Right? Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's you know, all. the last time I was in your Ranger, I felt like I was sitting in a Radio Shack clearance sale. There is more fucking electronics, toggle switches, <laughs> meters everywhere. I was afraid to touch anything. The, there is a flux capacitor in there anyway. They might Maybe. as well be. There might as Maybe. well be. Actually, I was going to put one behind my seats at one point because people always tell me they have a flux capacitor to power my truck. But there's one thing you're missing on what? that. That Ranger's not going to go 88 mile an hour. It will up at a 5.0. Downhill. Downhill? Man, downhill. Downhill, there's no stopping No, you're not going to change my mind on this. I have to put, I'm going to put 13 inch rollers. Still not doing anything for me. I'm digging into something. Uh, My my mind is churning this. There are certain areas that I have been that are really predominant for one thing. Well, like I said, Rogersville, mid 2000s, flamed window tent. And I wasn't really joking either. London, Kentucky. At one point in the last 10 years in London, Kentucky, a tractor trailer flipped over, and that tractor trailer was completely full of 88 to 98 GM Chevy taillights, Euro taillights, because I swear to God, every GMT 400 full-size Chevy in London, Kentucky has shitty Euro taillights. I think a tractor trailer flipped, and a bunch of hybrids <laughs> ran out from the haulers. like, boys, look at me, some Eurotex. And then the London flea market had just a clearance sale on them, and everybody got a set. But Legit, like, that was a thing? Yes. Did not know that. That's crazy. Unfortunately, yes. It's ridiculous. When you pass through tonight, when you go back to London, look, I guarantee you passed three 88 to 98 Chevy trucks with Euro taillights. I'll bet you money. I had three sets. (laughs) (laughs) You know, have you ever seen when they uh, take take apart the Euro and color match it with your vehicle? 
You ever seen somebody do that? No. It's you don't even really. You don't even realize yes, that's a Euro tail light. I had. You really a, don't. Yes, I did. I had. You a, did it. Yes, I did. It, it is a wild look, isn't it? I had yeah. a buddy named Artie Cook, and he yeah. was back when I was in Bonsai in the late nineties. Yeah. Uh, he was a club member of mine, and he had this really, really ungodly clean uh, S10 Extreme, a red S10 Extreme, and, and it was lowered a little bit, and it was super clean. But he was a Euro tail light snob, like. I'm convinced he, he was subscribed to a shop publication just about Eurotel lights because he would just say, oh, yeah, this is the fourth-gen Eurotech Mark IV. It has nine rivets per square inch, whereas the other one has four. <laughs> really? Like, I'm on I'm on back order for six months. I'm going to get overnight from Japan, yo. I'm like, dude, it's a tail light, and I don't get it. I don't either. And he, like, would every Euro set that would come out, he's like, yeah, this is seventh-gen. yo. This Man, is- there used to be that that many yeah. of those. I don't think Eurotel – are they still well, make those things? I'm sure. I don't think they make LED. You see them on on eBay. You see them on eBay all the time, but none of the big brands around. There's no APCs. There's no TYCs anymore. Oh. Um, You know, you get like Chinese maids and stuff like that. So I mean, there's things LED tail lights, which I'm thinking about sear your fucking eyes when someone hits your brakes. No shit. Is there anything more irritating than the tractor LED bars that people put in the front of beater trucks around here? Oh God, no, no, it's not just around here. When you put when they put it in the grill or put it on the cab. Which both. one's worse? All the both. No, there's both. one that's worse than the other. Everybody is shaking their head in here, so I guess y'all see it too, huh? Yes, it now, is. Yeah. I've seen them with one under the bumper, one in the grill, and one on the cab. Yeah. So Jeep Wranglers are the worst. Ford. There is a bracket to put a light everywhere on them. You know, there's there, there's one jackass that drives through town here with it turned on, and it's fucking eye-searing. Well, I laugh because I'm thinking, how much current you know does that truck even have no, enough to... No, you, I, I can power one with a 9-volt battery. And it'd be bright. And it'd be mm-hmm. bright as fuck. LEDs yeah. are amazing. They are. They re- Technology they really is a wonderful are thing. So, shows, we're going to see you at this year, Brandon. Are you starting to put your schedule together? Yes. I'm I'm not doing as many shows this year because okay. I actually have a truck to take two shows. So, nice. you enjoy. Well, you know, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. I realize how rude it is. But, no, I'm not DJing as much this year. And, again, you know, we got some real DJs that listen. And, obviously, I'm not one. I like to talk in a microphone. <laughs> but I think you nailed me online the other day, and you're exactly right. I don't like packing up and loading shit. I helped you do it when once, I, and I understand. Dude, it I do. It does. At Revolution last year, when I got done, I had blood running down one arm and my knees because I had to kick a subwoofer up into the bed and cut my knee. <laughs> like, bad. Yeah. And, and like, my hand and stuff, I look like I was war-torn. And, you know, okay, and, and, and I know a lot of guys charge a lot more than me. I usually charge me three and $400 to do a day gig. Yeah. It's got to the point at the local sh- at local shows, yes, if I'm an hour, hour and a half away. But if I have to go stay all night, that profit margin has gone. Yeah, it is. So, and ho- that's what, the, you know, you being a vendor too, you understand. If you had to pay, and I'm a hotel snob. Yeah, and you I'm sure, especially when your wife travels with you, you can't stay at a motel six. No. Yeah. So, you're 100 bucks best you can do at a hotel. Yeah, if I you mean, get lucky. And people are really cranking up the prices at hotels anymore for dude, the good shows. I stayed when I went it's to crazy, when I went to After Dark last weekend. Yeah. I paid $275 in Clearwater Beach for a uh, residence in my Marriott that was on the opposite side of the beach. You know, it was on the island, but I was looking into the bay. Just said like, you know, water view. Well, yeah, but I'm looking at like cargo ships. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> oh, look at this barge. That's awesome. $275. Yeah, and then then 15 bucks to park Pass. and a few other residents. Well, like, Pass, I'll drive. On the way home, some nondescript, middle of nowhere, south of Atlanta, uh, Holiday Inn Express, $145 a night. And that was after For Dad. Holiday Inn? That was after like AAA and everything. Yes. That's ridiculous. That's I mean, an average price. I mean, I, I'm looking anywhere from, I think the cheapest hotel I've ever got is like $87. 
you know, we've talked about this before yeah, on here. No, we, we stayed in five dollars a night. Seventeen. It's, it's seventeen. It's seventeen, and it's. I've stayed in some cheap hotels before, but you can't do that in. anymore. <laughs> Fucking sketchy. I'm just nights in. Dude, yeah, go you, one of those. You, you have to get and a Charl- Texas Texas shot just to walk nights out. Nights in in Charleston, West Virginia, Florida. That's that's that that one. And <laughs> worst oh my. hotel ever. Oh uh, God. Um. You well, you know, like you know, back to the DJ thing. You know, I charge three, four hundred bucks. And everybody, and this is something, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you charge that much, which there's better DJs that charge a lot more, and yeah. it's justified. So let's say my $400. Let's say I do a show in Morristown, Tennessee. If I'm okay. going to do a show in Morristown, Tennessee, I'm driving down there, yeah. and more than likely, I'm pulling a little box trailer to haul my stuff. Yeah, so, the so gas, gas costs yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's it, 120 miles from here to there? Yeah, that's So like 240 it. miles. I get 10 miles a gallon. You know, that is literally 24 gallons of fuel right there. Mm-hmm. So that's over $50. Thanks, Thanks. Biden, thanks a lot. That's over fifty dollars in gas. I'm sorry. What? Do you have something to add to that? There yeah. is no link between presidents and gas prices. Oh, of course not. Absolutely not. In <laughs> fact, before before January, the fact that gas was under two dollars here has absolutely nothing to it do. It has with, actually to do with COVID. It switched and to two for mm-hmm, yeah, COVID that was COVID the COVID that didn't come out. Supply and demand is a real thing. Really, I know how the markets work too. What about Keystone Pipeline? Okay, so the highest I, gas prices in history were during the Bush administration. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Four dollars a gallon. I'm ever paying because it because he was a crooked bastard that had interest <laughs> in the oil industry. Oh, fuck Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, man, I'm conservative ideology. You're a fucking I'm not anarchist. A I don't even want to hear. You're, you're right. a fucking anarchist. He's not <laughs> on either side. Fuck he just, Bush. He wants it. You're always uh, Mad Max. Lee's fucking dream. I told you, dude. Lee's all fucking wa- dream. Let's just call it what On the way out of the office, I wanted President Trump to hit every damn red button. Uh, Fuck you, Tanzania. Here's a nuke. <laughs> Next okay. thing you know, we're all driving around with those face masks like in the new you know, we probably What's his name? Uh, uh, something Joe. A uh, Morton Joe. A uh, Morton Joe. That's, who, that's, that's his the, dream for us to drive around. Who Playing these, guitars. Sparky could make us a mask, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's his dream. Right, his okay. legit dream. This is starting to get really red state here. Let me back off. <laughs> let, me, let me rain this down for a little bit. Next thing no. you know, we're going to be labeled. The vendor. The, oh, God, no. No. Yeah, see, no, no. that's why you can't This is so up. not a political podcast. <laughs> no, man. no, I no. Just, I just hate everything, I guess. So, anyway, the. the thanks, Fanny. <laughs> I got a cheering section over there for that. Anyway, uh, in all sincerity, talking about the vendor thing. For, let's say 400 bucks, my high end, okay? Mm-hmm. So I drive to Morristown, that's already $50. I get food. And just by me, let's say nobody goes with and me. And you're not eating fucking McDonald's. Let's call it what it is. I mean, you, Richard, yeah, when you're alive. Let's not go to Ruth Chris either. Let's be that's, realistic. Let's say. Uh, two so days I'm, is going to be at least I'm going down bucks. on a Friday night. And I go down on a Friday night, so I'm going to eat dinner in the way. And let's say I eat fast food. You're 10 bucks. You're already at $60. Tomorrow, the next day, the show day, I probably won't eat throughout the day, but I'm going to eat a good dinner. Well, if you was any other person, though, you eat, you eat breakfast and If I buy myself 25 bucks, yeah. I'm right at $100 roughly, especially after tips and feeds and stuff like that. And let's say I get a soft drink or two on the way. That's 100 bucks. Well, you have My hotel room, right there. 125 $150 a night. Yeah. I'm now at 150 What? I have a house in Morristown, fool. Well, well, more, okay, Morristown is <laughs> just an example. But now I'm at, literally, I'm at $250 of my 400 Yeah. So I'm down to $150 profit for a, and I have to get to the showgrounds by 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.30 in the morning at the latest. It takes me an hour to set up. Mm-hmm. And if they want, and oh God, I get so frustrated when the show's like, we're going to open the gates at 8 o'clock, play music. Dirt. No. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, nobody wants to hear me at 8 o'clock in the morning. No. Do I don't, you really want to go to a show and hear, you know, boots, 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 I don't go to shows at 8 o'clock. 10 no. o'clock's my early for a show. I'm just calling it what it is. And especially, it. you know, I prefer to play punk and, and, and some alternate rock and stuff like that. Again, nobody wants to hear that shit before 10 o'clock in the morning. 
So anyway, well, okay, maybe you and I, but most showgoers, especially you know, Papa. I don't really have to in the morning. I don't want to talk. Especially to Papa Elmer and his fifty-six ship. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm down to one hundred fifty dollars for my Friday evening, my travel time. So let's say four hours, and then from seven thirty in the morning mm-hmm. to uh, you know five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So you know, roughly a ten-hour day. So I'm at fourteen hours for one hundred fifty bucks. You know, that is that is just. That is just a tiny bit over $10 an hour. To pass. Never mind the fact, let's say I bust one cable while I'm down there. Because I had some dumb shit at uh, the first East Tennessee showdown trip over one of my speaker cables, my, my 50-foot speaker cables. That's a 30 $35 cable by itself. I screw up one cable, That's my profit margin is less than $100. I'm making 8 bucks an hour to do this. Now, I do it because I enjoy it, and my biggest thing is to do it for shows that I want to help out. Mm-hmm. Last year, um, yeah. yeah, I did a couple shows I wouldn't have bothered what it does. But I have not, like a revolution, I've yeah. elected not to do it this year. Steve and I talked about this, and there's no disrespect to him. It's a great show. Uh, I didn't want to do it because I want to hang out. Yeah. You know, last year I did that, and we did a few things, the cookout and stuff like that. Okay. I ain't done a cookout again. I'm out. I'm not doing that. This year we're going to go. We're going to set up the LCD booth. We're going to try and sell a shirt or three. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and do a cookout. And, no. and we might, but it'll be super low-key. Yeah. It'll be nothing like what it was last year. Invitation only. Invitation on one. <laughs> well, whatever. Fatty's at the gate. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I'm like, uh, Ooh, we need I a gate. You know, Fatty hates people. We've been over this today. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out about it. No. So, I mean, like you, you, you go the same, and you're even more, see, when I do the DJ thing, at least I'm guaranteed some money. You can literally go to a show, no matter how good at Striper you are, if the clientele is not there, you may go all day and just drop one vehicle or none. Mm-hmm. And you lose, I mean, I lose out. Had yeah. you had that happen so, to you before? Yes. That's uh, rough. I have, I have went to a show, just for instance, $200, $250 setup fee. Jesus, that's... And you're you looking know, at... And I'm going to interrupt you. At the H word, I would never charge a striper because they're providing a service that brings in more people. You know, it is worthwhile you, to me. You got a point there. You know, to have a stripe. I think to look professional, you have to have one national T-shirt vendor that could be dropping wear, that can be driven, that could be hammered weekend wear. A national anybody, a national T-shirt to look legitimate. You got to have that. Mm-hmm. You got to have at least one striper. You got food you know, too. Don't forget food. And you got to have one decent food vendor. Yes. Those are the three I think that are required. And then it's so nice to have a stereo vendor or a parts vendor yes. or a specialty like a powder coating vendor. That's what makes you look legit. You know, you, you and, go to a show sometimes just for a certain vendor. That's a fact. You know, but anyway, so yeah, it's your show with $250 setup fee. So that's to me, that's 250 you know, just say on average 250 bucks. Yeah. Which I understand that. They've got to, you know, they've got to make some. some I don't. You better be putting on a very good <clears throat> show. Yeah, to, enough where you know um, you're gonna make. And it also right. too, that also that also varies depending on the type of show that it is. Okay. You know, that's gonna get you something like a all GM nationals with like Brian Ashley. He had a one day show last year. A thousand and twenty three trucks showed up. I went ahead and pay. Of course, he has to go by Tennessee permits and all that stuff i had to fill out permits and all that and he had to show some kind of payment for that permit for me to come down there okay that's still that's that was 200 bucks but at a show like that with that many vehicles you know i'm starting when say my son and wife go with me they're helping me set up the booth there's been times at that show that i have actually set a table up and started striping and they've had to finish setting things up Wow. Wow. Because 
and not but stop now, the entire day. And that's stop, great. Stop. That's great, though. That's what you want. But I've also been to shows, too, with the same aspect of that same setup fee, you know, 250 bucks in hotel costs because we get, we get there a day or, you know, mm-hmm. to say, like, some of the shows we're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You got to be there Friday, so I'll get there Thursday night, so I'm not driving that super early in the morning. Right. So it's Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. At $150 a night, I'm out that much money just in hotels, not counting food. And, of course, when my wife, Jamie, goes with me, you're not going to take her to the dollar menu at McDonald's. You're going to, you know. <laughs> Shay would. He's a cheap ass. I, I am. I'm a cheap ass. He's right. I mean, I'm cheap too, but you know, it's it's a happy wife, you know. <laughs> happy life type thing. Yeah, yeah. I understand. You know, I understand the perks. Yeah, it, I do understand that too. I harass my wife on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, God he doesn't him. mean sexually. Oh, that's what I'm. I talking. just meant that she's put up with me for the last 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> Mine just put up with me for two, and that's a, and everything. But you know, it's just it's just the fact that like there's I'm already if I don't make at some shows if I don't make at least. Six hundred mm-hmm. to fifteen hundred, I'm losing. Yeah. And there has been shows I have went to and been out right off the bat before I even pulled into the showground. I'm already out six hundred bucks, and I'll do one car. Wow. And I and Jesus. And I understand the older the older car shows and stuff like that. I can charge more for the striping. For one, they're old, retired, and they have money. <laughs> I got you. And it's, it's just, it's just it's, an honest it's like going to a Harley Davidson show or a bike show them guys there they've put $30,000 into a bike what's another 250 bucks for to get a a good quality pinstripe job on Nothing. a bike drop right. in the hat no but you go to yeah. a mini truck show that I have had personal experience with of being young yeah. broke I spent everything for my last two weeks paycheck just to get there right and but it's the fact of going there and having a kid come up Will you strike my vehicle? And it's in Rattle Cam Primer. Yes. Absolutely. You, Rattle, you, you know. Yeah. You can't charge him 150 bucks. No. It's like, all right, dude, 50 bucks. Yeah. Are you, are you serious? And it's just the look that they get. They get excited. Yeah. Well, chances are, you know, that's all he's got. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's many times. I Not only have I been there so I can appreciate that, because that's one thing that you and, I, and I'm sure Fatty's the same way. We've done some serious balling on a budget trips before that we probably had no right to go on. Oh, you God, know, yes. Farva tells a story about us eating peanut butter in the lobby of, of the Hampton Inn, you know, for dinner one night because we decided if we wanted a nice hotel or a nice dinner. I didn't start uh, staying in nice hotels. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> because she helped with the cost. <laughs> I don't stay in nice hotels. I'll sleep in the car. <laughs> No, if I buy go, myself, let's, let's not go there with the car sleeping in the back of cars. <laughs> if I buy myself, exactly. You know, if I have somebody with me, it's a different story. But if I buy myself, I'm actually more comfortable. I do truck stop shower. You know, twelve bucks, best twelve bucks you ever spend. You know, you go to a pilot or something. The bathrooms are super clean. They clean them between people. It's no different than a hotel bathroom. No. And uh, and you know, you it's got probably cleaner than the hotel bathroom. It's above me. Probably, probably. Uh, I stayed in a really shitty truck stop bathroom. I used a truck stop bathroom like that in Mount Airy, uh, North Carolina once. That was the scuzziest place I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I had to ask him, like, y'all going to mop this first? I mean, there's literally, like, footprints, like, black footprints on this dude or on this on this tile here. Come on, help me out. This is, like, 10W40. And, uh, <laughs> and they probably just mop the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use water when we mop here. It's dry mopping. Bubba changed Jeez. it last week. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
So, <laughs> sorry. You know, this. I, 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 mean, I like this episode. It, this it, has got to be very you know, fun. If, if your show really doesn't have like tons of people in it, I don't understand why you would charge vendors though. If you have, if you're less than, I understand charging vendors because space is at a premium. Yeah, I'll tell you what, what, again, I yes. agree. But if, if you don't have like hundreds of vehicles, you know, what's well, like this? If that's the case, yeah. Then if, let's say you have a show, you charge twenty five dollars to enter. You know, a mm-hmm. vehicle is whatever, what eight foot by ten foot, or I don't know what a vehicle takes up. Chances, realistically, eight foot by six foot, I guess. Uh, realistically speaking, it should be the price of a vendor should be commensurate with the vehicle spaces it takes. If you're a smaller show, like you know, if you're a show, with, I don't know, 150, 250, something like that. If you're going to charge sixty bucks for vendor space, okay, cool, because chances are that makes up for you know two and a half vehicles or whatever. If I'm taking up the same space that two and a half cars are, I expect to pay what two and a half cars would take. I don't expect, I guess, that when space is at a premium for free. And, you know, I realize I'm contradicting myself what I said earlier, and that's not what I mean. A show with a big-ass fairgrounds, if you want to let some vendors in for free to help your product, or first year, that's one thing. But if your space is at a premium, like, I never charge vendors at the H word, except for the stupid ones that wanted, like, hey, can I come and sell candles? What? Oh God, yeah, I charge them hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> well, percent. And they would get some stupid fee too. You'd one that like one that really got me bucks, was buddy. a local Linex shop. You know, semi-local Linex shop. It was one of the last years I did the show. Like, hey, we're gonna do you a favor by bringing our you know forty foot trailer down and, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool guys, I'll charge you. Even then, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, something like that. And they like literally like went radio silent on me, and I heard they were running their mouth. Like, I can't believe he's wanting to charge hundred bucks. We were gonna bring a line extra. You dumb shits! I got people to drive from Las Vegas here. We have National <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> Fuck your Linex. What was it? What, what's, what's the deal with the truck? What was it going to do? Does you walk through and like Linex is your vehicle or something? Is it no, like they go go get you. This place was going to bring like a forty foot trailer with all sorts of stupid shit in it, and like a fully Linex truck. Which dude? What is this that ain't matter? a Jeep Fest. I, mean, I don't know, man. I, God, I'm a cynical I, asshole. I mean, I, I don't mean wrong. I love a Linux vehicle. I do. I hold Gentlemen, thing. I'm sorry. I'm, well, I'm going to roll it out myself. But I don't understand. Why would they need a tractor trailer filled with that shit? I don't understand. Anywho. I understand bringing a booth and just, you know, setting out the, the can that they spray and you can stand on it. That or, is cool. I do like yeah, I that. Do. I stand on it every time, don't that you? That is pretty cool. So, But, but that's it. I don't understand it a lot. So anyway, transition a little bit. We, we've talked about kind of life on the road. I got a couple more questions and we're going to go into some club stuff. For both you guys. Yay. Um, yay. yay. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting some good stories out of Fatty. You just wait. Uh, in all sincerity, though, um, what is the farthest that you've traveled to set up as a vendor? Hmm. I always want to live the carny lifestyle. So us making shirts. That's what. You like money? Yeah, I do love money. Yeah. They invented the Zoogle. I have this. <laughs> we'll save that. <laughs> That's a good story, though. But well, I have one question. If you want to look up the Zoogle, the game Zoogle by Willie Coddle, yeah. Was Uncle Jerry a carny? He should have been. Uh, he missed his calling. Even better, <laughs> Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Uncle Jerry was God, the drummer. Chris, I missed out on. You don't know Uncle Jerry. Was the drummer for the house band. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry was the drummer for the house band at the Big Eye Bar. In Scuddy, Kentucky, which was the really, really, really shitty Yeehaw PBR bar around here. It's closed now, but he was the drummer for the house band there, the Southern Gentleman. So, not quite a carny, but close So, enough. was the Southern Gentleman, that sounds more like a titty bar. He wishes. <laughs> Carver. He wishes. I've never been to one named that. Okay. okay. No. 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 You never been the big guy? I guess that would have been before your time. I think that was before my time. Yeah, I was in my early twenties when it closed. So yeah, you were like yeah, four. I, 
Um, so anyway, <laughs> middle so school at least. Do did, did we answer that question, or did I get sidetracked with I think, we, got, I think we all got sidetracked there for so a second. What, what is the furthest you've ever drove for one show? I think about eight hours. What was it? Uh, that would have been a um, Northern Indiana show. Mm, okay, interesting. Very I think that was more of a rat rod type, rockabilly type show. Do they come looking for you? Do you go looking for they these shows? They actually did. Okay. They That's actually, cool. there's a, that was one of the cool things about Carl Casper is, you know, you was, they would come by and actually have like a U-shaped or a circle-shaped table set up. And you'd have people come up, where are you from, and all this stuff, and talk to you about that, you know, your background. So we would, that's how I've had contact with a couple other shows. Okay. And everything. It's like, it's through the through the whole panel jam and everything. Like, hey, where are you from? Hey, that's kind of close. So would you be willing to come over here? I like what you're doing. I like your style of artwork. Would you be willing to come to this show? Hmm. And that's one of them. I, I cannot remember how many years that because I've slept since then and I've got yeah, a bad short-term memory and it's part from all the paint fumes. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's something you actually paint as well. You're actually a legitimate painter, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking you are. And you've had some interesting career. I know you worked for a long time at TS Diesel Performance. You were Still there. Like, I thought... I went back there. When? Uh, probably about three, four months ago. No kidding. Wait, well, that's, is Randy still around? Hotel. Randy actually works for Fast Fuel Systems. What's that? It's a diesel fuel system. Oh, okay. I got you. Something that's that you, now, something that you use through TS Performance. or something. No, actually, uh, we don't do any kind of um, mechanic work. Mm-hmm. We just do our own electronic modules and stuff like that. Really? So it's just tuners and stuff? Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. not really tuners, more plug-and-play piggyback type systems. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So, cool. Okay. Diesel go blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> the, <laughs> diesel so in, the diesel industry has, has really, really went up the past few years. Yes, it has. Race it, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's that, and it's the whole, like, well, you know, kind of. Rodozers. Yes. <laughs> Pavement princesses and stuff. Louisiana <laughs> lean, as Justin White says. Yeah. You know, Texas Steel. It's, it's kind of cool what we do. You know, we're, we're taking people that I actually keep, told. I keep catching Farva and Fatty at the corner of my eye here where they're sharing the microphone today. And it's like they're providing backup vocals in a weird gospel band. I just occasionally see them like, like I'm sorry, anyway. Yes, you are. I'm the lead singer. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it, it's the, what we do at TS, which is, kind of, is, is really cool, is we take people that actually tow yeah. and work with, work with the trucks, improve the power, workability, and fuel mileage of the trucks. Hmm. Well, so that's kind of where our owner has took us in that direction more. We got out of the, of the aftermarket accessories gotcha. okay. and just more focused on our product. I got you. I understand that. Hmm. And that makes extremely, perfect sense. Extremely cool. Well, you guys have held some world records in diesel drag racing, if I'm not mistaken. I had to I had to verify Dennis on that there. I thought you I thought you did, and that's something I used to keep up with a little bit more than I. He's had some pretty wicked fast. Wicked, tra- wicked fast. That's cool. Two thousand and seven just called. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wicked, wicked tight, yo. Yo, <laughs> still tipping, baby. Yeah. Like, you know, like the the truck that they had, Cage Fury. I mean, it was launching in four wheel drive, and you know, I'm th- I may be wrong about that. I think it was around fifteen hundred horse. Wow. Jesus Christ, man! Diesel was so awesome. You know, it just. The diesel market has went so nuts that somebody like me can't realistically easily go buy a brand new diesel truck. You're looking at eighty, ninety thousand dollars at minimum. And, and somebody like me, 
mm-hmm. don't care about the glitz and the glamour. I want to be able to pull a two-car trailer and past that, I would like to have automatic windows, and then I'm good. You know, <laughs> he's still paying sixty thousand dollars yeah, for the like world. That. You know, you can look out occasionally and find like a new Cummins. You know, for the low forties, if you're really lucky. But you're talking a work truck package. Yeah. And yeah. if you do anything, you know, oh cool, you want to add the navigation, you know, package eleven thousand dollars and just crazy jumps and stuff. And I just I don't get it. I, I don't either. I mean, like uh, ever since the Brodozer thing took off, like diesels now are a hundred grand. I mean, oh dude, it's it, well literally. I mean, if you go out to buy, I priced. Just just for giggles, the other day a brand new 450 Platinum dually. Yeah, that's 113,000. You know, uh, I, you know, the price I was gonna I talked many Does times. Does it jack me off for 113,000? <laughs> Dude, is there a button I push? It comes out and it jerks me off as we're going down the road. Have you not, have you not seen the new Ford commercial? No. <laughs> Does it involve that? Does it involve that? The gear shift lays down and they actually got like a little platform. It folds out of the console and stuff and. Some guys have actually took it off of some TikTok stuff and made it into like a. All right, cool. Oh, <laughs> so, okay, I know where this is going. Anyways, uh, I've yeah. watched those videos, but it wasn't on TikTok. <laughs> they actually don't show anything, but it's just like you know this. Ford's right. thinking about the guys on this one here. Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> terrible. So what happens at that point? <laughs> I lost track. I'll of what explain I was later. Talking about at this point now. We I have no have idea. Cold yeah. stuff. Uh, okay, that was cold stuff. <laughs> so anyway, transitioning away a little bit from the the vendor aspect of thing because we could talk about that all night. But yes. Again, I mean, it's, 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 it's getting late. You guys got a long drive. Um, and, and, and I still want to be the weakest person in the room and go up and see what they can do in the GM here in a few minutes. In all sincerity, uh, both of you guys over the years off and on have been heavily involved in, in clubs. And, and we often talk about what an important part of the scene, if you will, uh, that many truck clubs are. And, and uh, you are a longtime member at this point of Sunset. Yes. And uh, you've been in for how long? Uh, going on 10 years. Jesus Christ. I was in it for like a day and a half, and it wasn't for me, but, you know, hey. I have the fair, banner. Fair fair play to you, buddy. Hold on. Uh, you kept his banner? I, I give it to him. He gave it to oh, me. And I give somebody a hat. I don't remember who I give the hat to, but I give the hat to somebody. That else. was uh, me and Jeff. Sure. Okay, great. And, you and Chris uh, both had one. That was pretty much my, you know, I was in RA for a very short amount of time. Well, about a year, I guess. So a hell of a lot longer than I was in Sunset for like 38 minutes. Uh, no offense. <laughs> but anyway. None taken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, it is. But in all sincerity, you know, I was in RA for almost a year and stuff. And, and when I got out, I gave my, my gear to other members and things. And, and I wasn't going to keep it or nothing like that. But, uh, but anyway, that's cool. You still got that banner. It's in your garage, isn't it? I think yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, before I left the driveway, before I left the driveway, they were putting a sunset logo. I made him logo. do this. I made, made him stay for that. Yeah, yeah. He made me watch put a sunset logo. Oh, and, and <laughs> one cool thing with him buying my truck, he also paid me with a Victoria's Secret gift card, which I thought was super classy. Pink bag. He did. He did. <laughs> one of my life partners, man. One of my life partners. You can actually thank my wife for that when she actually went. Outstanding. I love it. I think that, that was so. I didn't know what the hell to say. It kind of took me off my game a little bit. He's like, "Here you go." I'm like, "What?" Um, but anyway, so you know, I was out of food stamps. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. All right. So, and then Fatty, you are still in Craven Concrete? No, that no, did that flopped. Well, really? Yeah. Well, see, and that sucks because Craven Concrete—that was a club that he and some of his buddies started. And of course, Fatty's been in some major clubs cool too. Name. But I thought that was a great name, yes. and you had a cool hat. Yeah, I still got the hats. Okay. Well, what happened there? I got, I got to know. I'm sorry. This is probably something you can't talk about, but I'm going to make yeah, you do it anyway. I'm not. Getting oh, into come that. on. Give us, a, give us a vanilla version. Somebody got butt hurt. <laughs> I love that that's Fatty's vanilla version. Well, it, it must nope. be pretty bad because 
from what I've made of Fatty all day today, he's pretty damn blunt. <laughs> but hurt means it's you a little, little yeah. legit. <laughs> I won't say the comment. Uh, I refuse to say the comment that what? went along with it. What we talked about earlier. Oh yeah. But uh, Fatty and I went to the gym once in Morristown, and uh, I, and he eats a lot cleaner than I'll ever eat. Um, but I convinced him to go to cookout with me afterwards. Uh, <laughs> no, if you don't tell the whole story, you can't tell this story. It's my podcast. I can tell it any way I want to. He's just so going to edit it no matter what. I can what. just edit it anyway. <laughs> it's going to be what he wants it to But anyway, be. so I convinced him to go to cookout with me after the gym to have a milkshake. You know, like, come on, man. Peanut butter milkshake has protein. Sure, why not? So we go, and he orders a milkshake. And that, that at the at the uh, cookout, there was just a bunch of hipsters in there. Just a bunch of, oh, God, I just want to punch them all. And uh, just a bunch of hipsters in there. I mean, like 10 or something like that. And he and I are going to get it. Hold on, hold on. I'll tell the story. It's, oh, you, I didn't t- you weren't around when I told the story. No, really, no were you? I yeah, was, you I was the- actually in a same location. It was was being, I don't uh, know if I... Sweet, okay. Uh, uh, and while we were slip sliding around the farm and telling yeah. awful stories. Yeah. Well, anyway... So we're in this cookout. And there's a bunch of hipsters there and, and a big long line and stuff. And we come in, two big sweaty guys in gym clothes and stuff. And just we get immediately looks just like, oh, barbarians. But anyway, um, we're checking these guys out, you know, and realizing this is definitely not our crowd. But we're going to stay. We're going to get, you know, yeah. milkshake. And, and we order. And we wait. And we wait. And we wait. And don't understand why I ain't got nothing. And, and they call, you know, peanut butter milkshake. And, and Fatty starts to get up. And some little fella gets up and runs up there in his billabong shirt and grabs it and takes a drink from it. David Manbun. And realize, I don't remember in my oh, head. He's kind of a shaggy-looking dude from, from Scooby-Doo. You know, has like a pith helmet or, like, or a boonie <laughs> hat or something. Well, anyway, dude, you know, and probably a polo shirt and chinos or some BS. Not not your kind of polo shirt, but more like a, like I said, a Hurley-type polo shirt. Well, anyway, Cat goes up there and, and takes this, and, and Fatty sits back down and realizes it wasn't his. And he realizes it's not the right one. And he looks around, kind of looks at Fatty. He's like, hey, man, I think I got your shake. Fatty gets up. Snatches a shake from him, looks at him, pulls a straw out, slams it in the floor, shakes his head, and just walks off back to the booth. And no. I won't say what he said. <laughs> but what he said was made, it funny. <laughs> it was funny enough. This skinny little dude is in there staring at this gargantuan of a bearded man there, straight from a chest day. You know, just just swollen up through the damn door anyway, and and just take the straw, just slap at the floor. Peanut butter milkshake goes everywhere. He just sits back, shaking his head. So did he say, "Thank you, sir, for giving me my milkshake back." That's exactly that's what he exactly said. That's exactly what he said. That's exactly. Yeah, that sounds That valid. sounds just like him. Yes, it does. So, you know, and I'll, and <laughs> depending on how many shirts people buy, yeah. I'll complete some of these stories, but it's going to cost them shirts. I mean, <laughs> for, you know, for one shirt, you get the Alice story. For three shirts and a sticker, you get the fatty cookout story. <laughs> Man, cookout is good. I've though, never caught anybody, sir, before in my life. <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, man, for giving me my milkshake back. But, you know, uh, other clubs, though, you were in Simple Images, which at the time was kind of the, the Morristown, Tennessee area preeminent club, especially in the early to mid-2000s. You guys put on some amazing shows. Uh, you know, everybody hates Jeffrey Dillard, used to be a, a member of Simple Images and stuff, and, and you guys were involved in a lot of shows together. I know that you and he have worked on several, you were telling me earlier, some really cool concert venues. And I'm going to call you out a couple of these stories because I want to hear some because this is good content. You used to work the concert circuit for Jeffrey Dillard when he would bring in these big acts uh, to Morristown. You know, what can you tell us about something like that? Give I me went a- off on Morgan Wallen because I didn't know who he was. How? Explain. This he walked up to him and kept talking, and I was trying to unload instruments onto the stage, and he kept talking. I told him, get the hell out of my way or start working. And he's like, you don't know who I am. And I said, no, and I don't care. 
<laughs> you told me, and I still told him I didn't care. <laughs> but because of, he's not relevant anymore. But because of your bluntness, y'all end up being buddies pretty much to this day, right? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, and I know you've met some other big acts and stuff too. I mean, you know, uh, you ever get a chance to hang out with any of those guys or anything? You know, maybe get kind of a VIP treatment. Yeah, we did with Blackstone Cherry one time. But yeah, how'd that go? It went pretty good. Like, we was trying to talk to him, man. Dillard was, and like, we ended up, you know, talking to him for hours. That's that cool. was pretty fun. I so imagine that, that they were smoking blunts while you were there. No. Really? Mm. Really. I would imagine that they... they I would have thought that, too. Yeah. They, they don't actually live, don't, they don't live too far from me. Really? What? Yeah. No, that's Snappy Roots. That's Snappy Roots. Yeah. That's oh, the other direction. No. Oh, no. The other direction. <laughs> <laughs> and I've now shown all my knowledge of Western Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> that was it for and me, was, too. There's tobacco out there yes. and nappy roots. <laughs> and Kentucky Headhunters. Oh, it's Kentucky Headhunters, uh, too. Yeah. Love, love the Headhunters. Actually, in the family. <laughs> my uncle's wife is is kin to the, some of the Kentucky Headhunters. Dude, that is amazing. Mm. That is absolutely amazing. You know, J.W. showed me around Greensburg once, and he showed me the little rinky-dink hole-in-the-wall restaurant that inspired the song. Oh, Dumas Walker? Yes, but it's yeah. funny. Dumas Walker is the name of a bar in Tennessee, but mm-hmm. the restaurant, the Slaw Burger Fries and a Ball of Ski, mm-hmm. is in downtown Greensburg, Kentucky. It is? It's, it's absolutely hole-in-the-wall, and from what I know, they open it whenever they want to. Their hours are like, you know, Thursday and Friday from 4.30 p.m. to 7.14. Sounds like Greensburg. And there's yeah. a, there used to be a lot of tobacco in Greensburg. Oh, so. huge. They had the big warehouses and stuff yes and you know again that's what jw used to farm and they paid to buy the bases out the government will pay you not to grow tobacco where we import tobacco from other countries now that's because you stupid. know my, my papa has yeah. a uh, uh-huh. horse farm down there in, in, in western oh well, i forgot y'all yeah. had you have some western kentucky ties have you ever discussed that with brandon no no my, my, my papa actually lives in greensburg actually i met jw when i was a teenager i was probably like 12 tell him how you met um uh, he was he was best friends with my uncles, and uh, he he took me to my first. We went to the paintball field together. But the one I always remember is uh, driving around in JW's truck and running over stop signs. <laughs> 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 and I can remember being like, "What? What just happened?" Because we just driving down the road casually, and then my uncle points at a stop sign, and then JW <laughs> runs right over, and he had a big. Uh, Cow pusher on the front of it. I'm pretty sure that Joe Diffie probably wrote a song about that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the same album as John Deere Green. Yeah, and, and you know, I didn't know who JW was, and he said I was from. He said he was from Greensburg Revolution, and I was like, my 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 papa's from down there. He goes, he asked me who it was, and I told him he's like, oh yeah, I used to hang out with your uncles all the time, and I was like, are you the guy that wears wears the uh, overalls all the time? Yeah, that's me. And I, I would never know. I didn't know it was him. Well, see, so J.W. didn't have a beard until no. he was an adult. Yeah. I met him and had just a little trim goatee, and now he looks like fatty. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, his, his is way better than mine. He's got an impressive beard. He does got an impressive, impressive beard. impressive beard, so. Oh, God, guys. <clears throat> I don't well, know how y'all stand to have that much beard. You don't pay attention to it. Does no. it not itch you to death? No. Is there a phase that you were growing it that it did itch you to death? Not me, No. Really? Well, Didn't you look, used to have a pretty impressive beard as well, or goatee more than anything, right? Yeah, mine was probably eight inches, nine inches long. Well, this is a weird conversation. Mm, nice. Beard. Beard. Okay. beard. <laughs> beard. <laughs> I to say, congratulations, <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> oh, this is why I have to click the explicit button when I, when I upload these podcasts. So. There's a button? 
Yeah, yeah, there is actually. I did I have not to, know that. I have the option to make this clean or explicit. Yeah, and it is definitely. Back when we had the chicken noise, I got to click the clean, and then John Lily's kids would get to listen to it with him. And yeah, now they do not. They do not because <laughs> we are heaters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm white chocolate. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. What do you think, man? We've done enough damage for tonight? I don't know. It's up to you, man. That's what's well, totally up to I, these guys. I have a ton of caffeine in me right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. These gentlemen have a long drive. Uh, is there they anything do. else you want to ask them before? Uh, we we already asked them the it question, which is a good one. The what question? The it question. The what was your it moment? Oh, the aha moment. Yeah, yeah we I had got that. you. Um, that was cool. That was cool. Was we fun. talked about vendor life and a little bit of clubs, and then I stuck my foot in my mouth from Fatty's Club, which I didn't realize <laughs> wasn't a thing anymore. Still a cool name for a club, though. Still a cool yes, name for a club. Yeah. I, which I is, think very, which a, is very important, in my opinion. And that's a, Have we talked about flea markets? That seems like something we, we haven't talked talk about. about flea What's the best flea market experience you've ever had, Brandon? <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm roundtabling this one. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to get this That's, that's our wrap-up question. <laughs> On the way out here, let's talk about the best flea market experience. And, I, and the way you're nodding, you're last. So <laughs> the best flea market experience, we'll get back to you. Farva, yeah, best flea. Like someone else first. Okay, okay. Brandon, you're on, you're on, you're on call. I think no, Fanny, you're last think, with that yeah, look. I think, it was, I think it was the, the old lady stealing the, the cooked walnut or the cooked nuts at the, at the flea land. What? What? They actually they actually chased a woman down for for stealing the the roasted nuts and stuff at Fleeland. Oh, that's outstanding! That is awesome. I wasn't there, but I I did hear the story that they actually did call the Bowling Green the police department, and I actually had her ran down for stealing nuts. <laughs> now Nappy Roots gonna write a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want royalties. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. I, 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 don't, I don't remember Small when. Small burger fries and stolen cashews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it happened. It's been a while since that time. Of course, Fleetland's been there forever. I was at a gas station last week that had 129 pumps. I just want to mention that again. Thanks. <laughs> it was the damnedest thing I ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen that. Far of a best flea market experience ever. I watched two women get in a fight over a chihuahua puppy. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's good, a one. good one. Explain. Story, yeah. did, did, did they have teeth? I can't remember on that. They Less than the puppy, I guarantee that. <laughs> that's true. Say, them, them or the dogs. <laughs> well, there was this one, and I remember walking by, this woman picked up this uh, puppy. Well, she put it back down in the cage. Another woman picked oh, it up. Oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. And she's, nope, like, won't do. Gonna, she's like, well, I'm going to buy it. Now, the other woman that sat down in the first place, she's like, no, I'm going to buy it. And then they just went up fucking fighting. They got beat the hell out of each other in the park right there going down the little aisle. Like straight up UFC at the flea market? Oh, that's it's hard. It's better to... than most UFC fights I've seen. That's hard to beat. Kind of right? reminds me of Conor McGregor fight the other night. Oh, oh poor yay fight. Yeah. 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 Mm. go so well for him. All right, Fatty, wrap it up. Best flea market. That damn grin right yes, there. It's going to be a good this, one. Yeah, I'm, oh Walked into 407 and severable. Okay. Dude me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, sir. Drop trench coat, streaks 407. What? <laughs> this is now flea market. The best ever. stories ever. This is the best question we've ever asked. It really is. Because this went. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. My roasted nuts story is just gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he he just tapped you on the shoulder. Like, Excuse me, sir. Yep. <laughs> hey, how you doing, penis? <laughs> Was it for you to get out of the way or? I don't know. Like I just kind of stepped out of the way, and or the next just thing like, I know, gone. I was like oh, tagging okay. you out. Like, why did he pick you turn. to start with? I don't know. 
Pick the six foot two, two hundred fifty pound solid guy here to start with. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> he probably thought if this guy doesn't beat my ass, I should be safe. <laughs> Maybe that was get a past him. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Did you all see the the streaker deal at uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was about the guy making the bet. Yeah, that was more like a banana hammock. Yeah. Did you see about the guy making the bet on that though? Yeah. It was him that made the bet. Yeah, he made a bet on himself that somebody would streak at the Super Bowl, and it was like, what was it? What he bet? It was like eighty thousand dollars. Well, he went up getting three hundred seventy-two thousand dollars. Is what he won. So they had to pay out for that. Yeah. No, they decided not to. They decided not to. Oh, that's BS. That sucks. Because he made the bet on himself. That sucks. He man. had one buddy go over and distract him, and then he went up, and then he took off on the field. I wish we had started this earlier because this, this, this could be a three. This could be three hour episode. Yeah, right. This is this is good. I hate that we're gonna wrap this up, but I this mean, one was flea market. We're gonna ask everybody about flea markets for now. On. That's, that's, just, that is, that's, that's it. No, man. you can't ask that question. I'm still wondering why no he ever talked <laughs> What? Well, I mean, I that started out high, <laughs> and then wow, and then what? <laughs> Went from robbery to fights to streaking. That well, I mean, if you chase a streaker, you're obviously not going to tackle. You know, I hope to God that that was a married couple and they were involved in all three stories. I don't know if they do, but I think I might now. I got the last one. <laughs> what an awesome way to keep a relationship fresh, though. <laughs> all right, Lee, do you think Mike Murray can beat that one? The flea market story? Yeah. No. no. I, think, I think the only person that we can possibly get on here that might have a chance is Drop Jaw Glenn. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Only because he works that circuit, so he will have seen so more. Much, so much. Yeah. Shit. Are you going to try to get Drop Jaw Glenn on? Yeah, we'll try with some point because because Glenn is a great talker and yeah, I'm not talking. He would have years. some great stories. Oh, absolutely, dude. If I can get him to tell some of his off the book stories from some of the Drop Jaw shows, I'd say there's stuff that make a sailor blush, you man. Definitely put a better put a disclaimer on that one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That that will be that will be a good one. But we'd have to do an uncut. I mean, it have to be, you yeah, know. There's no censorship. 21 year older. Drop jaw Glenn uncensored, man. That, that would be. We need, to, we need to do that. We need to do that. That's That would be a good one. All right, man. You want to wrap it up? Oh, yeah. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I it know was, you guys drove a long way, and I hope that this was somewhat entertaining for you. Entertaining and educational. Well, sure. Why not? Mm. Fatty, again, thank you so much for coming. It's about time you had your yearly visit with us anyway, and I'm glad that we could get you on, on the <laughs> podcast for a few minutes for it. And you drove a crazy long way, too, so thank you so much for joining I'll us. I'll never be asked to come back. Bullshit. Come back anytime. <laughs> Farva, as always, I love working. having you here, and it's such a pleasure to get to spend time with the most popular and person in Harlan County. Farva bought a mini truck. So, uh, Fatty, do we have a bromance now? Yes. Yay! What? Be jealous of my love. When do we get divorced? <laughs> not. Okay. And I think on that, guys, we're going to wrap this up. For, for my co-host Shay Mullins, I'm LMC. You have listened to another episode of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. Later tonight, we're going to draw last week's winner, yep. so we can add the third slot. And then, of course, when you share this one, that'll be for the fourth. We yep. should have done it before. We didn't. Yeah. Stuff happens. It no does. Deal. It does. Remember, we're going to try to get six people, and we're going to have bar trivia for it. So yeah, if absolutely. you don't listen yeah. and you share it, you probably should start listening. Farva, when we do that, I want you to come over here and ask questions. We're going to do it live. I'll ask one. You ask one. Shay ask one. We'll round robin. We'll do six questions for each round. What, do I get to pick the questions I ask? No. As long as they're off my list, yes. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Can so I get, have one wild card question? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see.
Be ready for this. <laughs> Say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. He loves Colts. See y'all next time. Lord, you went and done it again. You made it through another hour or two of listening to them hillbillies telling them good old front porch stories. You ones don't worry none at all. Them boys will be back faster in a black bear winter, pert near in a week or two. Until then, hope to see y'all back around these parts soon.